The college football experience, SEC 2023 season preview and picks episode. Ah, oh, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize up for grabs. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code SGPN. I'm sorry. Actually, use the promo code CFBX for $20 off. $20 off. CFBX for us college football fans. And remember, as always, to let it ride. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Twenty-three season preview and picks episode. I'm excited to talk ball. I'm excited to talk about each and every team in the land. Talk on their over unders, all that good stuff. You're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. What are your chances? What are your chances of getting out of here with that jacket on? Better than average. I'll drop it at Dundee. Clip here, Dundee clip there. Shout out to the chat. We're rolling along. And I am excited to talk about Brian Kelly and his family. All right. We got Road Rash Face back in the SEC. Things are going good, baby. And strip club freeze, in my opinion. Big time offseason in the SEC. <laughs> we, uh, it, I mean, it does suck to lose our guy. Rest in peace to friend of the program, Mike One Leach. But I know college football is is exciting when you can add in strip club freeze and road rash face all in one offseason. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, GBO Farms in the chat saying you guys better be respectful to the greatest football conference in the universe. <laughs> well, I happen, I happen to, uh, you know, happen to think the Missouri Valley conference <laughs> in the FCS. Uh, shout out to Garrett Winkler. Dundee might be wearing all black again today, but the S- I just slept in the studio, man. 
<laughs> I'm joking. I didn't do it. We are joined by third man in the booth, the DFS guy himself, and we are just one week away from dropping DFS episodes because we're kicking off. I, last time I checked, we still have the kickoff in football, but give that another couple of years. They might ditch that. Uh, give it up for the rooftop by PA drinking home brew, making tobacco road, living the free lack given former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up. Red sea Nick in the place to be. There we go. It just means more. This podcast just means more tonight. Mm, <laughs> it does buddy out. Oh, there we go. You know, I feel like in the spirit of, you know, giving the SEC its due, we don't dump on them super hard. Maybe we do. That's up to you guys. I just feel like maybe we give them a positive or a true appraisal. You know, we have our we have our beefs with the SEC. Obviously, tearing apart college football. I would say that's more of the Big Ten, but yes, both, uh, both yeah. are responsible. Sankey and his plan. Yeah, I got a plan. We're gonna make it like uh, minor league uh, soccer or something. European soccer league. I read a book, a European <laughs> soccer book. I, I just know. think we call it like we see it. You know, yes, the SEC is the best conference in football. It has been the best conference in football for at least a decade. But you know, the eight game schedule we hate. The way they protect certain teams we hate. <laughs> that didn't so, take long. Yeah. Well, 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 I'll add into this. And it, I won't say it's all SEC, but it's a, about ninety percent of the SEC mixed with a couple schools in the Big Ten, and a couple schools that will be joining the SEC, and one school in California. But uh, I would argue that all those teams that broke the rules created the imbalance. All those schools, right? And I'll throw Oregon in there too. I'll say Oregon, USC, all the ones that they say it means more. Well, also. Everyone broke the fucking rules, and that's why we're in this spot where teams rules are, are made left to behind. be broken, Colby. Yeah, <laughs> but come on, dude. Ohio State, all those, all those schools, all those schools College. that were cheating are the reason why they fucked up this imbalance. We're gonna have some some pro version of NFL. You know what I mean? We're gonna have some nonsense, some cockanemy stuff if we don't turn this around. But that's why you should be subscribed to the college football experience because we're gonna we're gonna get out of the world. We're gonna do something about it. All right? <laughs> Noah says the SEC pushed the first uh, realignment domino by grabbing Texas. No, no. see, I, I would argue that Texas in general. The this is the part where Sankey's actually right. He is not a good commissioner. If Texas calls them and says, "Hey, we're interested," every commissioner in the fucking world would say, "Yes, come join." Right? Because if not, you're not getting the most value out of your fucking, you know, your your conference. So I will not blame Sakey there. I will blame the University of Texas for being little bitches that are never fucking happy. All right. Um, well, I, I point I, the escalation started a long time ago in like '91 or '92 when I guess the college football uh, NCAA said that this thing could you could have a 12 team conference. Obviously, that meant you can't play every team in your conference. And so the conference championship game became a possibility. SEC was the first one to do it in the early nineties. Still, but I still think the TV Arkansas, contracts are the real devil here. Probably. Yeah. Right. TV contracts are the real devil, but also the team's cheating because it kind of created that imbalance. What, what, what kind of cheating? Paying players? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, like my point, yeah, my yeah, uh, like, dude, well, I mean, come on. I mean, recently Jeremy Pruitt's like on record being like, yeah, this we did this at Alabama. <laughs> what do you mean? I, the, the bags are I had I would had access to cash. We're just giving it, and look, that's all great if you're an Alabama fan. But if you're wondering why the the landscape of college football is drastically changing, and they're saying, "Oh, 
you know, Stanford may be left out. Wake Forest may be left out. And maybe that's what you want. I don't know, but I can tell you this, the college football that we grew up on is getting torn apart. And that's part of the reason. Yeah, of well, course. The NFL is a lot different. The NBA is a lot different. I mean, everything's a lot different. That shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> things evolve. Things change. Garrett, Garrett what in the, the chat is right, by the way. What hasn't changed is I keep on telling you guys this. The South is college football. Oh, God. So I'm excited to talk SEC. No, the Northeast is college football. They created the fucking thing. All right. <laughs> they were, so they get were your bullshit out of here. All right. Uh, I love how we're just shitting on the SEC on the SEC episode. <laughs> I'm not, right. I'm here today to defend the SEC. Damn it. Okay, so that, that, that's what I'm getting. We, we 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 shit on them every week. Maybe for one episode, we can give them a little. I love. don't shit on on like Vanderbilt schedule. It's aggressive always in the non-con. Just just some of the other ones you worry about. Uh, <laughs> but let's get to it, folks, because uh, I'm excited, man. I'm very excited. Look, before we get to talking about the first team on the over or the under. Want to tell you that the college football experience SEC 2023 season preview episode is brought to you by Game Time. Yes, uh, look, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be that stressful, all right? Take the chat. I guarantee you, the chat has been to some game. I think I just saw someone with a uh, in the chat with a uh, Wichita State logo on their on their thing. Uh, I guarantee you, when that Final Four run was happening, Wichita State fans. Man, it's probably it's probably intense trying to get that ticket to the final four with the Shockers. By the way, Wichita State, start your fucking football program back up. But uh, you know, thankfully, there's a thing called Game Time. All right. So I know you didn't have it back then, but Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guaranteed. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting the hype for all the fun you'll have. Um, yeah. I mean, you just got to check it out. Forget plan, forget planning months in advance. <laughs> When's that ever been a good thing? You know what I mean? Oh man. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash de- uh, uh, flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll uh, you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, uh, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use the use the code CFBX baby CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Once again, create an account. Promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, we are back on the college football experience. SEC, SEC, SEC. two thousand twenty three. Now look, you know what? Let's let's talk positive about the SEC. When the cowards out there in the universe didn't want to play football during COVID, there was a, there was a, a one conference that really I would say, you know. Led, led the way. Yeah. Led ACC the way. was right behind him. But still, SEC was the first. Thing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Canceling the season, <laughs> right? Just because some little bat soup's going on. All right, get out of here. All right. So I look. I am very grateful. And I, and look, I have been to Baton Rouge. I've been to the world's biggest cocktail party. I've been to Rocky Top. And I think it was. I think that's. Is that all of them? No, I've been to A and M. Those are all fantastic college football experiences. So I will say right there that 
you do do college football right. There's no for, doubt about that. Yes. Uh, all right. So the lowest win total is the Commodores for the 300 millionth year in a row. Ever <laughs> since two, ever since Tulane left, uh, three and a half is the win total for uh, Clark Lee, who actually Andy wasn't that bad last year, guys. They were not, and uh, they actually had some pretty decent quarterback play. Uh, both the starter and the backup put up pretty solid numbers. So maybe something to look forward to here for Vandy. Well, they beat Kentucky and Florida in the month of November alone. I'm buying in. I'm buying in a little bit there. They won five games. Why is this line at three and a half? Well, especially when the non-con, you get the same Hawaii team, even though they improve throughout the year. And I do expect that game to be closer. <laughs> Uh, but I expect Vandy to win. I think the line is 17 and a half currently. Alabama AM, they haven't been good since Akil Glass left. Uh, then they're at Wake Forest, but that's only week two for Wake Forest. So they get the week zero game. Week two for yeah. Wake Forest. Wake loses a ton of players. Uh, then they're at UNLV. So, like, it wouldn't even shock me if they're 4 0 in the non con. Now, I, I do have Wake winning that game, but I fully expect them to win the other three. Petty C? Wait, I think Vandy has considerably closed that gap on Wake, but I think Wake was way ahead of them. Obviously, so yeah, Wake beat their ass last year. Yeah, I think uh, I think one and three or three and one rather is probably what you're looking wouldn't at. Wouldn't shock me if they were four and zero, but I'm no, gonna say wouldn't. three and one. Yeah, what are you doing here, NC? Nick? Yeah, same thing. I'm, I'm with you guys, but that that at Wake Forest game, it's not like that's a surefire slam dunk loss. Yeah, that, they they could win that, but Wake almost but, lost to Liberty at home last year. Yeah, like a one exactly. Point game, and so, so certainly, even if they go three and one out of conference, that just means you just need one conference win. Now, there's been many of seasons where Vanderbilt goes goose egg in the in the SEC, like in 2021, for example. But Andy's getting better. They're yeah. going to win a conference game. Who is at it? least uh, one, if not multiple ones. I, Barton Simmons, the old uh, yeah. cover three guy. Yeah, Barton Simmons, twenty four seven guy. Yeah. Interesting little staff man. General manager over there. He played. I think he played safety in the Ivy League too, if memory serves me correct. But uh, uh, guys, well, I think they got to do it before the bye week. All right, they got to do it before the bye week, in my opinion. So let's talk. We talk non-con three and one. We all have three and one in the non-con. Yeah, yeah. All right. Then they're home to. They start conference play. Home to Kentucky, home to Missouri, at the Swamp Ass, and then uh, home to Georgia. Uh, they're probably not going to win the Swamp. Georgia, let's not even talk about that game. But <laughs> I think it's possible that they could get either Kentucky or Missouri. I say they do get one of those games, both at home. Yeah. Time uh, up. They lost by three at Missouri last year. They one by three at Kentucky last year. I say one on one is very yeah. possible. And yeah. then you're on your over. We're done with this episode. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, they get a bye week. And then uh, the second batch is at Ole Miss home to Auburn at South Carolina, a bye week. And then they had the Neyland stadium to take on the Tennessee volunteers. Uh, They're probably Owen for there. Right. But that's not a sure I mean, it's thing. It's possible that they could beat Auburn or Ole Miss. Or Getting South Ole Carolina. Miss and Auburn from the West is good. Is nice. Yeah, 
Uh, Garrett in the chat saying Tulane has more SEC championships than Mississippi State, Arkansas, Missouri, South Carolina, A and M, and Vandy combined. Damn. Green wave, baby. ACC Woo. should be, be grab that and yeah. use that stat. All That's that why the Pac twelve, the Pac whatever, Pac four should jump on that. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a win in that last stretch, and and Vandy's uh, at four and eight. I mean, one win less than last year. They they could get up to five or so. Yeah, I'm on the over. I think they'll. Definitely. I think they're gonna go four and eight. Four and eight. They got absolutely routed by Tennessee, fifty-six nothing last year. Something tells me that if if Tennessee beats Georgia in the regular season on Rocky Top, that Vandy could be the spoiler that screws up uh, and and gets Georgia back into the uh, SEC championship game. Mm, mm. I don't know why. I don't know why I believe that. It just it feels like Vandy's creeping up, and I don't know if uh, Tennessee would overlook them, but th- that would be fun. If so, Vandy fans will be dancing on the ceiling. Shout out to Dick Gertzberger who's looking for a Lionel, Lionel Richie reference. Let's go. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not locking it. Anyone locking it? I thought about it, but I'm going to refrain. I'm close to locking it, but yeah, I, I, I feel I, like, pretty good. If about you the forced over. me to lock up a few more, like I think this is highly likely that they that they win four at least. They're going to go three and one in the non-con minimum, and they and then all they got to do is win one more. What what did they do in the SEC last year? Beat, two beat Florida, beat two Kentucky. Wins, yeah. Were they even close against anyone else in Missouri. the SEC? Oh, Missouri, yeah. that's right. Noah's trying to trying to twist my arm because I did lock up Vandy on the over last year and it hit. All Should right, Noah. Let's do it. Oh, oh, let's start it things off with the lock. He talked NC Nick it. locking up the Commodores. Over three and a half wins. <laughs> Gosh. I mean, I'm so close to pulling the trigger, but I'm not gonna do it. I am curious. Uh, no, Vanderbilt is like the 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 quintessential team of like the rising tide does not float all boats. You know, I guess financially it does. Vanderbilt still makes a ton of money. They're a dynamite ba- uh, baseball program, but they suck at football. And what do you non conference? They they're not super competitive with good teams. You know, there's going to be a basement. I think this is a return game. For at UNLV and UNLV came to Nashville and beat him a couple of years ago, so maybe we shouldn't. Uh, yeah, just, I think so. I think you're right. Maybe we shouldn't just uh, <laughs> count our chickens here. But 60th in the national composite talent-wise, that's a little higher than I would have thought. Mm, mm. Let's talk about the you Patty. See, you're not locking that, right? No. Okay. No. Uh, second team we go to talk about is the man. The second lowest win total in all the SEC is the Florida Gators. What is happening in Gainesville? All right. <laughs> I mean, Tom Petty passes away, and next thing you know, the football program's in the shit. You know, uh, Gainesville never recovered. They haven't. Five and a half. When's the last time you saw the Florida Gators at the five and a half win total? Long time ago. I can't recall. Never. But yeah. looking at their schedule, and I know we don't want to bring up preseason ranking, but they play five top fifteen teams. Yeah. Which which probably means their schedule is kind of light because the preseason rankings are really normally way the fuck off. They had A and M, what top five a year ago, uh, but yeah, I, I get your point, buddy. But um, I mean, they're they're playing Biff Pochi. There's no way they're winning that game. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> exactly. But like we, we, Billy Napier, jury's still out big time. Graham Mertz never really looked good at Wisconsin. We'll see if a change of scenery do, does him well. Their talent level is definitely not as high as it was when they were winning more than five and a half football games. And the schedule is really tough. The non con 
is challenging at Utah on a Thursday night. Rice, uh, you know, Utah's 19 and 0 in their last 19 home games. Uh, home to McNeese. Well, that's not challenging. Uh, home to Charlotte. That should not be challenging. And then at uh, at home against Florida State, they're good. So 10 power fives. That is tough. But uh, what do you guys think? They, they uh, could go three and one. I'm gonna say two and two, but they could. That 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 game against Florida State. I could see Florida ruining what could be a special season for the Knolls. Let me ask you something: If Cameron Rising is not available to start, you know their backup just tore his ACL at Utah, so they would be on their third string quarterback if that happened. I still don't see them winning at Utah. I don't either. But I don't either. But I was surprised by it last year. I mean, Utah um, should have won that game. If you watch that game, like Utah moved the ball better, in my opinion. Watch it, it, didn't, it didn't surprise me that they beat Utah in the swamp last year. I think I picked Utah, but it didn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah. I didn't bet on it. Watch Grammar's throw for five hundred and live up to his five star <laughs> uh, ranking. <laughs> I mean, they did almost beat Florida State last year. That game was pretty That's much. That's what I'm saying. They could go three and one. They could, they could go fucking four and zero, oh, especially if Utah's quarterback situation is that bad. But Billy Napier, year one um, at Louisiana, seven and seven. They were five and seven before he got there. Seven and seven, year one. Then eleven and three, year two. Problem is, is that was the worst division in football. <laughs> That's why I was a skeptic on the hire of Napier. Uh, look, they're going to be dogs against Utah. We know that. That's our that line's already out. They'll be dogs more than likely against the Seminoles. I'll go with two and two, I'm but it wouldn't shock me if they're three and one. All right, conference play starts Saturday, September sixteenth. They host the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, then, after taking on Charlotte, they uh, they are at Kentucky. Home to Vanderbilt and at South Carolina, they've had Carolina's number even last year in a in a bad year for Florida. They still beat the piss out of uh, <laughs> Shane Beamer and the uh, Gamecocks. Um, guys, uh, how many times has Tennessee won in the swamp? Should we circle that one as like a pivotal game on this total? Definitely. I'm curious. I don't. Can know you the look answer. that up right now? Yeah. Can we get can we get stats on that? Uh, my first thought is they're definitely going to lose at Kentucky. I I don't think they win at Kentucky. But I'm going to go two and two again. I want to have them dropping the Tennessee game. But yeah, Florida's going to win some games at home. They could beat South Carolina. South Carolina lost everybody in the portal, dude. Well, I have them. I have them losing to Tennessee and and Kentucky. So I have them beating South Carolina. Okay. Okay. They I'll won. join you on that. I'll join you on that. Give me, give me those two wins too. But when's the last time Tennessee won in the swamp? They've or- won twice in Gainesville since 1971. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was 2001 and 2003. I think Tennessee's better than Florida. They weren't that much better last year. Five points. Um, I mean, Florida has talent. They're number two still, obviously, in the SEC East in terms of. National talent composite. I want to say uh, number twelve overall or thir- fourteen overall. Still pretty good. I don't think they're gonna. I'm I think Tennessee. I think they'll them. be better, but not not as good as Tennessee. I'm with you. Two and two. Yeah. Uh, so that would put us at five wins, and then the the second half after a bye week, uh, they get the world's biggest cocktail party on Halloween. That would put weekend. me at four and four. Did I say five? Yeah. Oh yeah, because I, I. Oh yeah, we all did two and two. What am I talking about? Yeah, four and four. Uh, for all of us. And then I uh, got the, the cocktail party on October 28th. 
Home to Arkansas. Arkansas's never won in the swamp. At LSU and at Missouri. I think they're definitely losing to LSU and Missouri. And Georgia. They're definitely losing to Missouri? The, yeah, I feel like they, they get their ass whooped in Columbia. Didn't that isn't that don't they have a history of losing in, in Missouri? It's really? a strange road trip, and especially when you get it November eighteenth when it's cold. In two thousand twenty one, when they were a, a better team, they lost in overtime at Missouri. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like they normally, I feel like Missouri normally gets them in Columbia. In 2007, uh, in 2017, they got beat 45, 16 at Missouri. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Missouri, Missouri in Columbia fucks them up. Um, that's a really weird stat that I had not picked up. Well, it's on cold. That's like a, that's like the one sec spot. That's like, yeah, you're going into like legit, you know, Chilly cold weather. weather. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have them beat it. Give me the Arkansas one. So how many wins with it? Damn. With that's, five? That's five. I'm on the under. I can't believe, and even with that, like the Arkansas could beat half. them. Arkansas could beat them. Yeah, but they could also Florida could also beat either Utah or Tennessee or, or Missouri or yeah, yeah, Kentucky. Or Kentucky. Yeah. So I don't feel good about this at all. But uh, I'm I'm a slight lean on the under, probably five and seven. I think so too. Let me ask you this: uh, that would put Napier if he goes five and seven, he would be eleven and uh, fourteen in two years. Would that get him a third year? Folks in Gainesville have, they have a short leash in Gainesville. Look, since 1980, this team has not gone bowling twice. <laughs> that was uh, 2013 and 2017. So, you know, I think bowling is kind of the. Uh, let me look at this schedule one more time to make sure they're not going to get to six. I don't know that I'm going to go with 3802 says Urban Meyer's back next year. If they fire Napier, <laughs> <laughs> they could easily get to six. There's definitely a yeah, they, they could yeah. win six or seven games. For well, sure. Especially with the, uh, with the Utah quarterback, like I understand rice Eccles is like, yeah, one of the hardest places to play in the nation. But if you tell me they're starting the third string quarterback, sure. Now I think cam rise is going to play, but he did tear his ACL in January. How healthy are you going to be? Um, I don't know. Let me let me ask you this. Stylistic. Talking to the mic. Uh oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh Dan Mullen, obviously doing that kind of power spread stuff. Uh Billy Napier's system. Is it a huge transition from that to uh can we see year two be, you know, because of the system being you they know, were like further uh, developed. They were like a shitty offensive team at Louisiana. <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> like they were. They, yeah, they, they were had like a lot of talent, yeah. but they were some games they would you know the defense was great. To score yeah. twenty four. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I'm gonna lean to six and say over, but I am not confident on that at all. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Let's uh, hop over and talk about the next lowest win total, which is the Auburn. Tigers. No, no, I'm sorry. It's South Carolina, the Gamecocks. Um, what happened here, man? This was one of the more perplexing off seasons. You have South Carolina, which really turned a corner to me, right? It really turned a corner the final month of the season, right? Definitely beating two top ten teams. Yeah. <laughs> well, because if you look before that, they hadn't beaten nobody good. Right. Nobody good. Right. And if anything, like they had looked a little shaky. Even in some of those outings, like I remember that Georgia State game, it wasn't for two block punts. I was like, this team kind of sucks. Um, everyone left in the port, so I was buying in. I was like, Beamer's really doing this, and then 
the portal. Holy hell. <laughs> so they, they obviously had a terrible offensive line a year ago. One of the, they were a terrible rushing team a year ago. Uh, they lose some of their, some of their defensive players. Uh, I think defensive backs go to the NFL, but uh, guys, let's talk about the, who, who was lost on this team because so Jaheim bell, their star tight end goes to Florida state. Their backup, Austin Stogner, who we've seen him be good at Oklahoma before, bounced back to Oklahoma, right? Their offensive coordinator, Satterfield, heads out for Nebraska and, and Matt Rule, right? Then Marshawn Lloyd, their their four star running back, who was, I thought, pretty damn good, he goes to USC, right? Jaheim, you said Jaheim Bell transferred to yeah, Florida State. So they're top two rushers. Yeah. And bounce. then Corey Rucker also bounces back to Arkansas State at the wide receiver spot. But then the defensive side of the ball, brutal. Jordan Birch at the defensive end spot, and Gilbert Edmond. Birch heads to Oregon. Edmond heads to Florida State. This team got destroyed in the fucking portal, like absolutely destroyed in the portal. And I, I'm just very reluctant to believe you can just replace those. They were a terrible defense a year ago. If you dive into the analytics from a year ago, they couldn't run the ball and they were a terrible defense. Well, how are they going to be better this year? <laughs> Uh, you know, considering those losses, I don't know. And uh, I can tell you this without, I know we're going to go deep into the schedule in a second here. I would lean under just based on how much, how much production lost. Um, Nick, what do you make of them? Yeah, they're uh, you know, it's kind of crazy. I don't know if they don't have as much uh, NIL money as some other schools and that's why they lost some of those players, but you would think ending the season like they did, ending the regular season, that would bring a ton of momentum into the next year, but you know, the wind is taken out of their sails with all these guys transferring out. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know, man. Like if you look at their wins last year, they beat Georgia State. Like I said, they ended up winning by 21, so that was Georgia state. Wasn't good though. Uh, Charlotte, who was fucking terrible, right? South Carolina state, who was not good FCS Kentucky, but without will Levis, right? A and M who was five and seven. They won by six, the Vanderbilt game, five and seven team. And then magically they pull off two gigantic upsets against Tennessee and Clemson. I just recently watched that Clemson game. And if Clemson doesn't get crazy on a, on a kick return, I don't know that they would have won that game, but Either Even to be way, competitive against Clemson's impressive. Yeah, 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 but uh, either way, I think this year this year's schedule is much harder. So I uh, will lean under, and I'll tell you. Let's break down the non-con because, uh, like I said, a year ago they had. So the non-con a year ago was Georgia State, Charlotte, South Carolina State, and Clemson. Right. Mm. Well, guess what? Clemson's still on the schedule, but they also have North Carolina in Charlotte, where the Tar Heels are a. Three point favorite currently. And the, don't forget about that Jacksonville State game. Wait, I want to mention two. Don't forget about True. Furman. Furman's okay. a preseason top ten FCS school. Yeah. Watch out. And its little brother the week before Georgia. And November fourth, Rich Rodriguez and Jack. This schedule's way harder this year, in my opinion. So uh the non con last year it was Georgia State, Charlotte, South Carolina State. And uh, Clemson and Clemson in the non-con this year. It's it's Clemson, North Carolina, Furman, who would probably beat South Carolina state. Furman was an FCS playoff team last year and they're loaded this year. They are loaded this Although year. South Carolina state had won the uh, uh, celebration, celebration. Well, the year before, but last year they weren't that good. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Jacksonville state with rich Rodriguez on November 4th, where he'll be almost into his third year. You would in, think they'd be better than Charlotte. 
Charlotte lost to William and Mary by double digits at home last year. <laughs> uh, it was like 21 point loss or 18 point loss. Something yeah, crazy like yeah, that. That's a harder game for sure. Uh, I, I got him going two and two in the non-con. I'm going to say three and one. I have them beating UNC and taking care of Furman and Jacksonville state. Those games do kind of scare me though. Uh, but yeah, I think Clemson uh, gets revenge from last year. Three and one. I had them beating North Carolina until I previewed them. There's I already, the preview episode's not out yet, but it'll be out in the next two days. When I previewed them and dove into the roster, I'm like, North Carolina's team is better in my opinion than South Carolina's. So North Carolina I, always finds a way to lose. True. True. <laughs> uh, but I got him going two and two. Patty? Uh, I'm going to say three and one as well. I think, you know, I, I, I could be wrong about Drake May. He might be a, a great quarterback. I just see more talent from Spencer Rattler. I think that'll show in what? the game. And Drake May? Yes. What? More talent? Yes. I see more. I, I think he's a better quarterback than. I mean, I've seen Drake May. Drake, the thing about Drake May that surprised me that made Drake me, May? Yes. I know everyone's saying he's the number one Spencer quarterback. Spencer Rattler is like the most inconsistent quarterback in college football. <laughs> Spencer Rattler was pretty darn good last year. Let me see if I can. No, no. There were certain games he was 60, not. 66% completion, a lot of interceptions. I'll say that. 18 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. You need to improve on that. But um, I mean, the first five games, or first three games, he threw five interceptions. This uh, last half of they the season. They would trade Spencer Rattler for Drake May right now. Well, look, I'm just saying what I'm looking at. Okay. And I'm more impressed with Rattler. He may be a cancer in the locker room. We don't know that. Maybe he's not, but I don't know what, I, just what not, what's in his beverage over there. Just not that impressed with Drake May. <laughs> all, all the hype just to me is just a bunch of talk. And North Carolina finds a way to win that game. Lose that game. Every that, year. I can buy into that. But uh, no, I'm going to say three yeah. and one, but I could see two and two as well. I, I mean, especially with the Jacksonville State game. I even think Furman's going to give him a game. Uh, so two and two for me, three and one for you guys. Uh, the conference play starts at Georgia, September 16th home to Mississippi state. Now look, originally when I saw that they were playing Mississippi state, I was like, Oh, fantastic. That's, that's a good draw for them. They don't play Bama LSU or a and M. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, Mississippi state, if you're a Mississippi state fan, you got them in the perfect spot because they're coming back from the body blow of Georgia. And then they, they're about to go to Neyland. So I actually think this is more of a 50, 50 game than people think. Tough stretch. Was, now they do play A and M though. You misspoke. No, uh, they get A and M every year. My point, yeah. but uh, my point is no LSU, no Alabama. So you would think, okay, well that's good. Um, I'll take them to beat Mississippi State. All that, <laughs> just because it's in Bryce. If it's in, like I actually think Mississippi State's a better roster than South Carolina, but it's at yeah, Williams Bryce. Can I'll we all agree South that Carolina. they're not winning at Georgia or at Tennessee? So no, in, Tennessee in score, is going to destroy them because of the, so they ran it up last year on Tennessee. So in in this four game stretch, the two home games are Mississippi State, Florida. I say they get one of those one and three. Uh, wait, between Georgia, Mississippi, yeah, jo- yeah. Oh, Georgia, yeah. Mississippi, I got them one and three. Tennessee and Florida, yeah. yeah, I'll say one and three. So I'm four and four overall. I'm three and five, and then. Uh, at Missouri, which they never win at Missouri. That's another one. Go look at the history of them at Missouri. Uh, at A and M, tough little back to back roads here. Home to Vandy and home to Kentucky. I got them winning one more. Guys, I think four or five is what we're looking at here. I'll I- give them two more out of that. And Nick, we had them four and four, so that puts me at six. Now that stretch, I'm only going to give them one, I guess, one or two. So. I- 
you know, I don't see seven wins on the schedule. I don't think they can replicate what they did last year, beating those top teams. So I think your ceiling is kind of six and six. And I think I'm five gonna... is definitely more likely than seven. I'm not locking it up. I am locking up the under. I, I actually, this schedule is really hard to me. Like the Vanderbilt game. What like even the FCS they put theirs, I would not be shocked if that's a tie game in the fourth quarter. Right. And I don't know, man. I just feel like the, besides that, where they're a clear favorite, every other game is going to be a grind. Yeah. I had them at five or six and that was beating UNC, which was a, a, definitely a 50, 50 game. So their offensive the line under. was terrible last year. Their defense loses a ton. I don't see where the excitement is on, or the optimism on South Carolina being being better this year. Well, I think they just got better throughout the year. Even the Notre Dame game went back and but they lost that. all those players. Yeah. I mean, it hurts. And I do. I, I agree with you guys. I think you got to lean under. I mean, Shane Beamer though, year one, six and six year two, eight and four, he's trending in the right yeah, direction. He's got a five star stud yeah. quarterback, but the schedule's hard. I agree with you. So I'm going to lean under, but definitely not confident in that. Oh, I love the, I love the under lock it up. Um, all right. Uh, look, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by sports gambling podcast, Patreon. Yes. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize on the line. Besides season long contests, they also have weekly contests just for the patrons. Plus a monthly SGP stories podcast, completely ad free and full of behind the scenes stories from SGPN. There's even a discord channel just for the patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. So do your part and sign up today. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. All right. We are back. Talking SEC football. Shout out to the chat. Everyone's moving along, talking, having fun. Uh, next up, we go to the Auburn Tigers and Hugh Strip Club Freeze. Uh, six and a half is the over under. Uh, curious. I mean, obviously, getting Peyton Thorne was huge because I was leaning before they had no quarterback play. <laughs> Calzada had left. And I was like, this team's going to suck this year. When they got Peyton Thorne, I was like, okay. Cause I really liked the other moves they did in the portal before Thorne. Thorne was like a late addition. They got, in, I don't know, like may. And I was convinced that I was like this team. I don't know about year one, but now you add an experienced quarterback. Who's won a lot of games and I can see a path and I like what I see. The non-con is fucking laughable. All right. <laughs> Home to UMass. At Cal Berkeley, home to Samford, who is a good FCS, and home to New Mexico State. Oh, hey, did I say non-con? I'm sorry, that's a conference game. Home to New Mexico <laughs> State. Uh, See, at least South Carolina is playing, you know, teams close to them, decent teams like Jacksonville State or uh, Furman, UMass, New Mexico State. Cal. <laughs> I mean, Samford is close to him. Okay. But no, hey, this, Cal, is pathetic. This, this, is pathetic. this is what I'm saying. This is why we get frustrated with the sec at times. Yeah. It's like, especially because the New Mexico state games on November 18th, you're like, what, what, what the hell's going on here? All right. Um, they should go four and oh, but I think that Cal game is going to be sneaky. Think, think about this. If they, if this was a, if they played nine conference games and Cal was their ninth power five conference game, they're not, you mean? Well, nine, ninth, because they only play eight, right? Yeah. So if Cal is their ninth, 
their three non-conference games would be UMass at home, Samford at home, and New Mexico State. At home. Yeah, no, that's, that's pathetic. A, that pathetic. is the worst. Yeah, the good point. Fucking pathetic. Terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. So, uh, do they win at Cal? I mean, it's a tough one. I, I kind of wanted to give it to Cal, but I mean, Cal's been very average the last five years. This is a good game. It is, it is a good game, and it's a late Fun kick. Game. It is a late kick, but uh, I'm gonna say four now. I think you got to say four zero, even though I think they could lose at Cal. <laughs> Easily lose at Cal. The la- I told you, Ole Miss and Tennessee, the last two SEC teams that played on the road at Cal lost. Yep. But I mean, uh, Auburn. What have they been the last year? I feel like they've really struggled. Right? Uh, they were five and seven last year. Six and five, six and seven, five and seven. They're a pretty average team lately. Sounds kind. Of, sounds kind of like Cal's records. <laughs> yeah. But the point is, why are we giving it to Cal? Then I mean, the games all the way across the country at Cal. We know how much trouble SEC teams have traveling. All right, you want to sign up for this? What do you got for me? Do you want to sign up for it? Do you want to take the? Do I want to take Cal? Yeah, give me Cal. Give me fucking California. Uh, I can't find I can't find my uh, hippie (laughs) Olympics. uh, (laughs) But uh, anyway, Uh, three and one. I might join you on that. I might join you on that because you know. Again, I'm repping the SEC. Sometimes may be good. Sometimes may be shit. <laughs> Nick waving the flag. I'll say four now. Um, then conference play starts at A and M, home to Georgia, back to back. Things heat up quickly. You go from UMass and Sanford to a- at A and M and home to Georgia, and then at LSU. Well, they get a bye week before LSU. And then home to Ole Miss. Yeah, they finally ease up against a pretty damn good Ole Miss team. I said I'm taking Cal, buddy. Patty Sweet, Patty C just swayed me. So, uh, three and one. And then, uh, yeah, they're they could win at A and M. I mean, I don't know what to expect out of Texas A and M. There's a win in there. There's yeah. probably a win. No, they're beating Ole, Ole Miss for sure. In, I think that's Auburn. the one win. Yeah, in that stretch. They'll be they'll be competitive in every game except Georgia, I think. Is there going to be some Hugh Freeze magic? Are they going to yeah catch an upset somewhere? Oh, I got an upset somewhere, and it's late oh, in the year, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then after that, they are home to Mississippi State at Vanderbilt. Those should be two wins. So that would put me at six right there. Uh, then at Arkansas, which I actually that's like a true fifty-fifty game to me. Home to New Mexico State. Then you're on your over. Alabama in. Auburn, Alabama, you know, at Jordan Hare, he's trip club freeze has got a, he's had a knack for knocking off Saban. <laughs> They're winning another game. I actually think this team could win. Like, dude, they could, they could be eight and four this year. The schedule's right. I mean, th- there's yeah. definitely that, that tough stretch in the middle. And then uh, obviously it, it ends with Alabama, but Auburn plays Alabama well at home. So I'm on the over two guys. I think uh, LSU won the SEC West last year. They only lost to him by four. I'm logging this over. Strip club freeze. Ooh. So what if what if things don't go quite as planned? What if they only go three and one in the non-con? What if they lose four in a row in that stretch right there? Going three and one in the non-con, but I don't feel. But they lose four in a row in that stretch, and then they lose only win two. How many? How many is that? Wait, hold on. So what are you saying? Five? What are you talking about? So they beat the wins are UMass. If they lose to Cal, you know UMass, Samford. And you say they go zero and four to A and M, Georgia, LSU, and Ole Miss. It's not unheard of. They're all top twenty or top twenty-five preseason teams. 
They'll get one. And then they yeah. lose at Arkansas, and they lose uh, one more game. Oh, Mississippi man. State. I just or even if they beat Mississippi State, that's six. So there's a chance they only win five or six games. But I'm with you. I, I think they win at least seven. Give me the over. Lock it? No. I'm locking it. I love the over here. Let's go, Patty. Really? Yeah. You're locking it over six and a half? I am. I feel like uh, you got to give strip club freeze a little more time to get it going before you, I mean the, the easy nine conference, they killed it in the portal. They went out and signed a, they got Auburn money. They went out and got all this talent. They have a lot of talent. That's yeah. true. And he's, he's the type of guy that could take advantage of it. Put the ball in his playmakers hands. Uh, I lean slight over, but I don't feel good about it at all. Wow. Okay. All right. You guys want to be cowards, be <laughs> cowards. All right. Uh, next up, let's talk about hail state. They're one of the more interesting teams. I know NC Nick talked about Wisconsin's going to be much well, must watch last night. Uh, I would argue that Mississippi State and A and M, you know, two teams in the SEC where you're just kind of wondering, huh? Uh, obviously, Kevin Barbe comes in from Appalachian State. They're ditching the air raid. Zach Arnett, uh, come, you know, uh, former defensive coordinator, now the head coach. Uh, I can tell you this: the non-con is Southeast Louisiana. Hey, watch out. They're an FCS playoff team a year ago. Uh, the Arizona Wildcats, but that's in Starkville. All actually, all of their non-con games are in Starkville. A random October game home against Western Michigan. And then the November 18th game tricky right before the egg bowl. I love this schedule here. <laughs> Southern miss. Watch out. Watch out. Now they should go four. No, they'll be favored in all four. Yeah, they should, but I mean, maybe they drop one to Arizona or Southern no, Miss. No, I think it's Southern Miss. If they get got, it's going to be Southern Miss. It's not going to be Arizona. I'll say four and zero. But I'm I agree that too. Southern Miss game is is very interesting. Western Michigan and Starkville would be a major upset. Obviously, that's they, probably bringing in a brand new head coach yeah. too. I, I just don't think Arizona's dangerous. You can't overlook what Jed Fish has done. Um, and a new if coach. If it was in the desert, I would say okay. But I think that game's uh, a must, uh, a must watch for their season. Um, but you're right, Southern Miss has been quite chippy lately. Um, but I'll give them, I think, three and one. Is that what you guys? I gave said me? four and zero. You said four and zero. Yeah, yeah, I said four and zero. I'll say three and one. They're I don't not, know. They're they not be, on the road. Any of those? They're places. pretty damn talented. They're in the That's what I'm top saying. twenty-five talent. Yeah, three and a half. Can I can I hedge for a second? You do whatever you got to do right. over there, buddy. I, I, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna say three, but it's really three and a half. One thing that concerns me is only four starters return on defense, and actually Zach Ardett's done a really good job with that defense. You know Mississippi State, Mike Leach, everybody thinks you know all all offense, but they've had a really strong defense the last few years. I wonder if they have you know some some, some backups ready to to step up and, and and play at that level, or if the defense is going to take a hit some. Because if the defense takes a hit, we have no idea what to expect from the offense. Well, they're home to LSU. They, they early in the year, home to LSU at South Carolina, home to Bama. Whoo! In and, September, uh, and at a, and at Arkansas, if you want to look at it at a four game stretch, they're getting one of those. It's either Arkansas or South Carolina. They're getting one of them. Oh, and four. <laughs> I, I got them at five wins now. Because the winnable games are on the road, you want your winnable games to be at Arkansas home. lost everybody. I mean, I understand Mississippi State lost everybody too, but I'm saying like that is like a fifty-fifty game to me. At Arkansas, yeah, it's pretty pretty darn close. Mississippi State probably would you say they're I mean similar talent level. 
I don't know. Uh, what do we both experienced quarterbacks, new offensive coordinators. Yeah, Rogers yeah. has been doing it for a long time. I don't care if it's been in a different system. The guy knows has experience playing quarterback, throwing the ball around. All right. Second batch here at Auburn home to Kentucky for homecoming at a and M, which they've actually had a and M's number. I feel like, and then the egg bowl home against Ole Miss. They're going to go two and two there. I got them beating Kentucky and Ole Miss that sends me to seven, seven and five. That is an overplay, but I think the number is dead accurate here because I think they're either going to be six and six or seven and five. I'm not quite as high as you. I think they're more like a six and six team. I'm on the I'm on the under. Mm. Well, the number's right though. Like to me, it's either six or seven. I agree. I don't, I'd be shocked if it was like f- four. You know, um, I think they're three and five in their first uh, eight, and then I do have them getting probably. Two of their last four, I think they might be a five and seven team. Buddy, wow. we did the we did the preview. You took the over. Really? Mate, well, <laughs> I'm looking Things at it. Change. Yeah, that's right. Was yeah. that a week ago? Look, we got Air Force. You're, like, you're seven and five. Hey, this guy's yeah. got the audacity to talk about. They got Rick Bomb coming oh, on Twitter. Out. Fair. Yeah, yeah. But this uh, guy goes from a nine win season to a six win no, no, season. No, 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 no. That's fair because. Uh, that was the first ever. Pre- that was on June 10th, right? Oh, everything's and, changed. Yes, because I interviewed Troy Two Calhoun, months. and Calhoun was like, "My team sucks ass." Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that is a very easy play, buddy. All I gotta say is, look, you look at it a little differently. Maybe they're six. Maybe they get to six. I, I don't know. And talking to you, ringing that uh, cowbell the That's whole right time. That's right here. You want it? Ring it. Maybe <laughs> I'll go over. You know, you give me, get those juices flowing. Hail State. Let's <laughs> go. Too many question marks. Yeah. I'm going to lean under. Nope. 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 Next up, we jump over to the Missouri Tigers. We Tigers. Uh, they just landed a huge recruit the other day. Fucking Eli Drinkowitz. He got nine lives. All right, he's doing the damn thing. He he's still recruiting pretty well. Still recruiting well. Um, and uh look, six and a half's the win total. The non-con, home to home to South Dakota, the Coyotes, home to Rick Stockstill and the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders, who actually I think might have beat Missouri the last time they played him. Uh, home to Kansas State in a possible revenge match and and legendary Big Eight old rivalry. Uh, and then a filthy, filthy game at the dome, uh, whatever they're calling this roller rink in St. Louis against Memphis folks. They could go four and oh, in the non-con they could go four and oh, in the non-con that's actually what I have. I remember doing the uh, Missouri preview with you, Colby. I think I rode with you on the upset against K state. Yeah. I mean, Columbia is a tough place to play. Now I don't yeah. feel great about a four no record. Yeah. It's either going to be a... three and one or four. No. Uh, yeah, definitely. South Dakota, middle Tennessee, both Kansas state. And then uh, Memphis oh, three and one. I'll say three and one. I'll say four. No, let's go, Nick. All right. Now they come out of that and they get their first four sec games at Vanderbilt home to LSU at Kentucky and home to South Carolina. I'll be honest. I think all of them are winnable. Getting LSU on the second end of a back-to-back away on that far road trip, I kind of think they're on the same level than Kentucky. I think they will beat South Carolina because South Carolina never wins in Columbia, and they should beat Vanderbilt. But I guess they could lose that too. Uh, give me, uh, let's have a little fun here. Three and one. I'm gonna go two and two, but it's not the two and two you think. I'm gonna have them dropping that game to Vandy. I think they're they're four and zero oh at a conference. They're thinking their shit don't stink, and they're a little too overconfident with LSU 
the, the game after that. But I had them rebounding to that with that loss at Vandy and beating LSU and then and then splitting the Kentucky and South Carolina game. So I'm two and two. In that that is not the way I thought you were going to have that playoff. <laughs> uh, lose to Vandy, beat LSU. Let's have uh, some fun. I, I guarantee you this Missouri is going to either beat LSU or Tennessee at home this year. They're going to be seven and one. And college football, you know, the, the, the rankings come out. They're going to have Missouri number one in the nation or something. I, I'm six and two. Um, uh, I got four and four. Wow. No, 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 no. I have, okay. uh, I have five and three, five and three, five and three. Okay. Uh, they get a bye week before they head to Sanford stadium between the hedges. That's a loss. Um, then they're home to Tennessee and Florida before they take, this is a nice schedule, man. I get it at Georgia's brutal, but the fact that all of the, like their away games at Arkansas, at Georgia, at Kentucky, at Vanderbilt, that's it. Dude, this is a lock. Give me the in over. That, in that stretch of four games, I only had them beating Florida at home. If you remember, they've been awful on the road in SEC play uh, under the current head coach. They are just three and eleven. You know what helps that though? At Vanderbilt, at Kentucky, at Arkansas. I had them losing at uh, at Arkansas. I have them going seven and five though, <laughs> so I am on the over. Dude, this is a lock, right? Six and a half. No. Brady Cook, the quarterback, sixty-five percent completion percentage, twenty-seven hundred yards, seven point one yards per attempt, fourteen touchdowns, seven interceptions. Do you need to see more from the quarterback? To they think? went out and got the Fres, the Tedford offensive coordinator for Fresno. I think that's a good swinging the ball around a little bit. If they have the right quarterback, though, that's the that's a big that's question. A sneak. Mark. They got your boy Jake Garcia behind him. <laughs> well, now is the time. Now, now we find out if he really is any good. Should I lock this? I don't know. Gosh, let me think about that. You think I think you're lock. reckless. I think you're reckless to lock this. Really? I think it's a great. If you're a Missouri fan, I think it's like the best schedule you could possibly have. I mean, they could lose to Kansas State. That that's what scares me. That's could, that's the one. They that could me. lose it. The Big Twelve champ. Yeah, they damn well could lose <laughs> to Kansas State. Uh, yeah. Uh, what are you doing, Patty? You on the under? Under. Wow. Six and six. Uh, all right. Look, we got uh, what? How many? How many deep are we right now? We are okay. One more. Uh, the Kentucky Wildcats are sitting at seven wins. Remember, Stoops got the greatest contract in sports other than Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> and uh, you know, if what is he? All he got to do is hit. He's got to hit seven. He's got to go bowling. I think hit seven or maybe it's six. I forget. But they uh, hit seven last year. Yeah, he gets like an extra two million dollars or something. Something crazy. I forget. But uh, the non-con's a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> Home to Ball State, home to Eastern Kentucky, home to Akron, and then oh at, at Louisville. Dude, look look at this start to their season. You want to talk about them being preseason top ten, but not pre. They'll be top ten by September thirtieth. All right, because they're going to beat Ball State, they're going to beat Eastern Kentucky, they're going to beat Akron, and then they have at Vandy and home to Florida. I, I mean, have five and zero. Of course, they've been owning Florida in, in Lexington lately. So five and zero. Yeah, five and zero. Oh. I mean, are we going to do non-con for? They're, they're four know. and zero oh in non-con. They're five and zero oh to start. Three and one in the non-con. Brown losing to uh, that's the uh, one. Brown look, Brown is a Louisville guy. <laughs> it is personal. <laughs> well, it they are be getting personal. beat this year by Brown. Now I got to pull this up because I do believe Louisville. I mean, Kentucky's been whooping that. They ass. have. They had to go get one of their own to make this thing <laughs> well, equal again. They better get it going quick. Uh, last few results here: uh, four in a row for Kentucky. 
None of those games has been closer to 13 points, which was which was yeah, last year. That's your year. boy Satterfield. Look, <laughs> you got you got Cincinnati in the Big Ten, Big Twelve championship. 46 point <laughs> loss, uh, 32 point loss, uh, 31 point loss. The three years prior to last year, they finally closed to 13 last year. That Satterfield closing the gap. Actually, before they got there, they won 44 17. So uh, <laughs> maybe he's not that good of a coach. Um, anyway, I'm not vibe with Colby here. I think, I think that Louisville crowd is going to be. Oh my God, nuts. dude. I'm telling you, Brom is winning this game. Like, I so, feel yeah. very good about that. Three that and one call. out of conference. Yeah. That would be impressive. I'm going to say four, uh, four and oh. They got the better quarterback, too. Don't look now, but everyone's on Devin Leary's nuts. Jack Plummer's better. Jack Plummer is nice. Um, okay, conference play. At Vanderbilt, home to Virginia. At, I'm sorry. At Vanderbilt, home to Florida. <laughs> Florida, Virginia, potato, potato these days. Uh, at Georgia, home to Missouri. Florida people are just puking right now. <laughs> like I said, I got them going. I got them going. Man, they could go three and one. I think they, I'm, I think I'm going to go three and one there. So I have at six and two so far. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I think I got to do it. Okay. Wait, are we going? Um, in the chronological order, first four SEC games: okay, Vandy, so Florida, at Georgia, home to Mizzou. <laughs> Going to go three and one there. Prob Florida and Missouri, they're going to drop one. They go two and two there. Two and two. Who's the second? You have them losing both of those. Well, Georgia, right? They're oh losing. no, I got it. okay, okay, yeah, uh, okay, um, yeah, three and one. Then uh, they get a bye week. They're hosting Tennessee. Tennessee's owned them lately. Uh, at Mississippi State, then home to Alabama, and then at South Carolina. Getting Alabama is not fun, uh, but so I think they win at least one of those, which gets it to seven. And there's a possibility they could win two, which is more likely than winning none of those of that stretch. So I'm on the over. I'm on the over too. I mean, I don't, I don't feel great. About feel it good about this one though. Yeah, seven and five, but that non-conference slate is such ass. <laughs> that they probably hit the over. That's a way to start. I mean, see, they, all right. This is why we have some problems with the SEC. Their September is Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron, Vanderbilt. Yeah. Jeez. Eastern, I actually think Eastern Kentucky could be the best team that they play. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, <laughs> the Colonels. Yeah. The FCS is just holding it down. Parker McKinney. Uh, all right. Uh, let's. What, what, what is what is um Kentucky done like record wise lately? They got like eight eight wins every year. They had a ten win in there. Yeah, they've been. Hold on, let me get this pulled up. Sorry. Uh, last few years, they're in the MAC. By the way, if you look at how many MAC games they play, they yeah. fund the MAC. Under Stoops, five and seven, five and seven, seven and six, seven and six, ten and three, eight and five, five and six, ten and three, seven and six. It's seven and a half. Usually, is it sounds like where they're sitting lately. So I'll lean slight over on yeah, seven. Definitely not locking that one up though. Cause yeah. they do draw Bama. And so I don't know. We'll see folks. Uh, this concludes the a side of the sec preview. Make sure you check out the B side. If you're on YouTube, stay put. You're good. Uh, YouTube.com slash the college experience, but hang tight.